0: Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Totten's Tom. Welcome to the Totten's Podcast your Tennessee Titans podcast for the Pigskin Podcast Network. My name is Tanner Staggs, and I'm here, as always, with my brother, Tyler Staggs. Tyler, why don't you go ahead and tell everybody how they can support the
1: podcast? If you want to support the podcast, first thing you can do is go check out our merch. I have one of the hoodies finally on the way. We have them added to uh, the Shopify website. We have regular hoodies. We have uh, some, like, crop top hoodies for the women we even added some beanies our our winter stuff is finally out our fall and winter stuff so all you have to do is go to titans-time.myshopify.com slash collections slash all found out after going to the link of just putting the slash collections it it doesn't take you to everything that's actually on there so need to add in that slash all Another thing you can do to support the podcast if you're listening to the audio version, whether it be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go make sure you are following the podcast. Leave us a five-star rating and leave us some comments, some questions, just a review. We really appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, go down. That subscribe button's red. Click it. Turn it gray. Turn on the post notifications. Like the video. Share the video with any football fan. And even if they're not football fans, just your family and friends. And go down, leave us some comments. We got the Jaguars up this week. Let us know your thoughts on this upcoming game and how you think it's going to go. Also, make sure that you're
0: following us on social media. On Twitter, it's Titans underscore Time. On Facebook, Titans Time. And on Instagram, Titans Time Podcast. All right, Tyler, let's get into this. Let's talk about this upcoming game against the Jaguars in Jacksonville um i mean we're coming off of a loss here a pretty rough loss and it's time to make a turnaround um
1: it is i know that loss was a little bit easier for you it it took me a couple days it it did i would see i would say more stuff about it and i would get pissed off again i (laughs) think
0: anyone that watched the reaction video definitely knew that it, it really hit you hard and i mean probably sent into you could say um, you wouldn't you wouldn't call it a mini depression because <laughs> you were more pissed off than anything but just a few days full of rage there for you
1: it, it was and again I would think that I was good and then say more stuff about it and get pissed off again um, but hey that's that's in the past last thing I'll say on it I couldn't even bring myself to go back and re-watch the game because I knew it would just piss me off again. So, but we're on to Jacksonville. and Well, that's probably
0: a good thing. Now it's completely behind you. So no (laughs) no need to go back and watch it again. Um, Unless you just definitely want to pick out every single little, unless you want to find things that are wrong with the team, that's when you go back and watch that game, because you can find things that that are wrong with the team. Exactly. Um, So now it's time to get into the injury report. And it has been a long one this week.
1: Yeah, you better make sure you take a deep breath in before you really start on this because you're going to be talking for a while.
0: Well, I'm not as concerned about that as I am. We probably, through the reading of this injury report, will lose like half our viewership. So just hang with me here. (laughs) Um, Because as long as it was, it's not like it's all limited, 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 and then full participants for like people that... Or
1: it's not like... Out, 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 out. It's ow. like
0: so many did not practice. And then a lot of people that were limited yesterday, full participants today. But anyways, let's get into it. The people that did not practice, Aaron Brewer, Jayon Brown, Tommy Hudson, Julio Jones, Brett Kern, Taylor thewan Racy McMath. And then we have Danico Autry, who was a limited participant on Wednesday, did not practice today on Thursday. And then Derek Henry, he's just resting. Don't worry about that. Um, and then the limited participants, Nick Westbrook. There you go with a wide receiver. So, so that's definitely not good. Um, and then Ty Simbrilo, uh, with a listed as a foot injury. And then as for full participants, uh, and I believe all of these guys, with the exception of the last two that I'm going to name, were limited yesterday. The last two were full participants yesterday. Um, but full participants today, Kari game, A.J. Brown, huge. Bud Dupree huge. Um, Rashawn Evans, Sharif Finch, Chris Jackson, um, sorry Ben Jones also limited. Jeremy McNichols, Roger Saffold, Jeffrey Simmons, and then Caleb Farley and Tierra Tart, both listed on the injury report but full participants for both days there. So extremely long please take things over from here so I can <laughs> uh, catch my breath and, and recuperate. So
1: way. same where reporters were talking to Bud Dupree today we know that We haven't really seen him the past couple of weeks, and he admitted that that was because mentally he was ready to go, but physically he overdone it a little bit. He came back a little too soon, probably should have waited a little bit longer, and it did have a little bit of an effect on his knee, and even though he wants to be out there now, he's knowing, okay, I have to be smarter about this and listen to my body and know when i can actually go full board it's huge like you said to see aj back as a full participant we got a lot of our linemen on there and even with as bad as some of them have played you're like okay we really don't need all of these guys that didn't practice right. today right we certainly don't
0: need anything worse
1: like the the guys that didn't practice today we need them to make it back tomorrow hopefully absolutely that away we know that maybe they're good to go for the game because, like I said, that offensive line depth is starting to get thin when you have so many of them listed. And Caleb Farley being a full participant, that that makes me happy to see.
0: That would be huge. If he, I, can, if he can come in and play and even play a decent game. Honestly, yeah. if he's just out there, I will be thrilled just, just to actually be able to see him in
1: action. Just getting some work because, you know, he was – I think he had – maybe just a little bit of work in the Arizona game. And then I can't remember if he played. No, he didn't even make the trip to Seattle. So he started getting back out there, got out there in preseason, maybe started knocking some of the rust off or maybe at least getting to that point. Then he was back out again for three weeks. So it would be big if we could get him back out there some, even if it's just for his recovery speed.
0: Honestly, uh, just because of the simple fact that they need some help in the secondary. I mean, that's anybody that has watched the games the past few weeks, they know that. Uh, and also, I mean, the Titans, it is time for a first-round draft pick to start doing a little bit in these games. It's it's getting to that point where you're like, uh, okay, next year we, we need to take a guy that's kind of a, a sure deal to at, to, go. Play, yeah. to at least play. To at least play. But do
1: still have high hopes for far? Oh, a- absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: That's not to say anything about him. Um, but I would like to, and this is something I preached about before. I mean, I was really harping on this before the season. I was like, we got to have patience with this guy because right. of this injury. You know, I was, I mean, I was really, really preaching that in almost, I think a couple episodes in a row. And then it, it, I don't know. I do want to see him out there before the, at least the end of the season. And I think we will, it's hard though, to continue to says see problems in the secondary and you're like well you know if they had that first round defensive back that might help a little bit um another thing the titans have designated darrington evans to return from he was he was on injured reserve um and he's now i believe returned to practice
1: he has which you know then again you have uh marcus johnson who returned last week to practice but I still don't think was active for the game. I could have been wrong. On they that. have
0: 21 days to actually right. be active for a game before. If if they're not active within that period of time, then they go back to the injured reserve.
1: Yeah, and I so. think it's for the rest of the year.
0: Yeah, and that would that would suck. So Marcus Johnson and Darrington Evans both both definitely need to come back during that time.
1: And it's interesting seeing Jalen Brown out again, considering he was able to come back play some snaps in this last game against the Jets, and now he's out of practice again for a knee. Right. So a little concerning there. Still don't know exactly what's going on with uh, Julio. Uh, Don't know what, like I said, what's going on there. But, you know, it it would be nice to at least get one of our top receivers back for this game. And I'm going to be honest, it's a game that I'm labeling as a must win because it's— It definitely
0: is a must win.
1: It's a division game and
0: that's a good as good a reason as any
1: yeah and we want to stay undefeated in the division right now the Colts got their first win this past week against Miami so you have to wonder if maybe that's gonna maybe be enough to kind of start start them up well the and, Colts
0: just had a tough schedule to start the season I mean so I don't think it's as much on them necessarily not playing good football as much as it was just kind of luck of the draw. I mean, right. they had and, a close game with the Rams.
1: But that's why I'm saying Tennessee has to go in this first game against the Jaguars and win it. It would have been nice to get the one against the Jets, but this one in our division, we need it just to add to that gap there.
0: I agree. They need to win both games against the Jaguars and the Texans. Uh that would, put with like, in a,
1: would like for them to win both against the Colts.
0: I mean, that, that's true, but just – between those two teams, that would put them in a really good spot for the division. It would. Uh, they just certainly have to turn things around from the, the way that it was last week. It cannot be like that. And it seems like with the Titans, there's almost one of those every single year. So hopefully that one is out of the way early in the season. Things can be uphill from here. Um, and that's where we're going to go with this. I mean, thoughts on the game. Let's get into that. We've talked about the injury report and, you know, pretty much the news and headlines. So, Let's get into talking about this game. Some. What are you thinking?
1: I mean, like I kind of said, the main thing that I'm thinking is the Titans need to go down there and take care of business against a team that shouldn't shouldn't they shouldn't lose to.
0: Well, obviously, but it, I mean, <laughs> this is a Titans podcast uh, where we talk about the games and everything. So I mean, you uh, so might
1: expect to get into that a little I, bit, I, maybe I'm open the to, door there. I'm going to just go just down. Just calm down a little there, bit. You know? Calm down. So. Seen a stat today that
0: repetitively, you know, they they need to win this one. They <laughs> definitely need to to come out with one in the win column here. They they do, but yeah, very Mike Vrabel like, I mean, come on a podcast <laughs> to talk about the Titans and then just say, "Yep, they they do need to win." That'd be good.
1: Man, I, I like getting you fired up a little no, bit. I'm, just, right I'm now. just saying. So so, Vrabel is. against rookie quarterbacks. And guess what we're going up against this week?
0: A good rookie quarterback. (laughs)
1: Another rookie quarterback. A good one. So the first thing I really want to mention on this revolves around the Titans' defense. I feel like they need to bring a lot of pressure. Even though Trevor Lawrence is another one of those quarterbacks now who he's good with his legs, too. He can move around, get out of the pocket, extend plays, and take off up the field. So need to make sure when we're getting pressure on him, we're actually getting him down, not just letting him run around, make plays, extend plays long enough for the deep play down the field. Need to bring the pressure, get to him because he is, I can't remember if it's just the lowest rated rookie or the lowest rated quarterback. Against the blitz right now, on his completion percentage, I, I I think I'm remembering that right. It's something around in there, and it's like either 36 percent or like 39 percent, something in there. So get after him, you know. Don't don't give him time to sit back there. I, I was I would have liked to have played Jacksonville earlier in the year, just to be honest, because then he has less. NFL less experience, experience under his belt and because which in true jaguar fashion they were up 14 to nothing against the Bengals and let them come back and win and jacksonville has a lot going on down there right now
0: they definitely do and um, that could have been <laughs> a huge portion of the news and headlines that we cover at the beginning so
1: because and it's nothing to do with any of the players no it's not <laughs> it's the head coach Urban Meyer deciding that after their Thursday night game against the Bengals, he did not want to fly back with the team, which, seeing all the reports, I've been watching Pat McAfee's show. He's talked to some of his old coaches and just other reporters, and they're like, we've never heard of a head coach not flying back with the team. I mean, that's just something that's very out of the ordinary. Even watching Pat McAfee more, he was like, you know, maybe players, if they play a Thursday night game and they know that they're going to have the next couple of days off, they might can go to other places or fly on on a different plane, something like that. But nothing like this. So that's kind of a a big distraction down there. It's, Even it's
0: definitely kind of kind of weird, kind of it, something.
1: It, it is I out mean, of the ordinary, and it seems like. Urban Meyer has lost the respect of some of his players because apparently, according to reports, he canceled their big team meeting on Monday and he went and met with each individual uh, group, like, uh, like the receivers, quarterback, right, right. and addressed them all separately. And apparently he would leave the room and players would just bust out laughing. And so it's... It, it it's kind of a deal down there. He but. has
0: so this is either gonna be make or break kind of, I feel like, for Urban Meyer and the Jaguars. He's he's gotten some I guess you could say praise from Trevor Lawrence and I I, I believe a couple of other guys uh that are on the team. So this is kinda of either gonna be that time where they're like, Urban Meyer is our coach and you know, we're we're gonna come out here and we're gonna play And this could be something that turns their season around, or this could be the thing that really drives them into their grave.
1: Which is another reason why, like I know I've been saying, because it's a division game, it's a must win. But with everything going on down there right now, you cannot go down there and lose this game.
0: You can't let this be the game that sparks the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh,
1: Exactly. And looking at their like defensive ranking their rankings throughout the league they are ninth in passing touchdowns allowed they've only allowed six they are 30th again in the passing yards though and then looking at rushing they are 13th ranked for their defense for rushing yards allowed fifth against yards per attempt only allowing 3.5 that being said, they have not faced Derrick Henry yet this year. So that could that could change a little bit. And um, they are 26th against rushing touchdowns. They've allowed six. And one thing I wanted to point out, because I did mention Derrick Henry against going against them, in his last five games against the Jaguars, he has had 104 rush attempts for 740 yards averaging 7.1 yards per carry and has nine rushing touchdowns
0: yeah he's definitely had from what I can remember (laughs) it's like every single game against the Jaguars he just has an absolute game and uh, that just seems like it's a continued trend and the only times I can really think of um I feel like the Thursday night football game that they lost to Jacksonville a couple years back, mm-hmm. uh, but he came back in that season and had a monster game at Nissan Stadium against them. Of course, the ninety nine yard run uh, against the Jaguars. So it, it definitely could be a huge game
1: for him. And, and I mean,
0: he's really just been something else so far this season. So
1: he has. And you know, we talk want to hit on their pass rush a little bit. The Jaguars only have five sacks so far this season, but the Titans are notorious (laughs) for giving up sacks. So that's what I was going to say. The Titans have given up seventeen sacks this season. So let's hope that the offensive line comes ready to play and can keep Tannehill upright and not give up any more. You know, not give any sacks to Jacksonville.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's Taylor Lewan listed with the toe injury. Um, that hasn't
1: it, practiced at all this week. You, you
0: have Aaron Brewer, you, so many guys listed here, Ben Jones, who was limited in practice today, that are listed on this injury report. So even though the Jaguars are not necessarily, they, they don't have a strong pass rush, it's still something to be concerned about because the Titans haven't been good against the pass rush anyways, and they're they're beat up honestly they're beat up all around so they are it, it is another one of these weeks where you're like okay this is a team that they should beat but they're definitely still gonna have to be on their game because there's not a lot going for them right now
1: right and you know this the Jaguars do have some guys on defense that you know are their main guys you have uh Miles Jacks Queen. uh how do you say it? is it Sha- I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, but the Griffin guy, the Griffin, defensive back. The cornerback. The, the right. Um, and they have a rookie cornerback. They traded away C.J. Henderson. Uh, I believe he's with the Panthers now. Yep. And, you know, the Titans just need to go down there and take advantage of this defense and really, I guess – even some of these stats back out because we don't need to see Jacksonville in the top ten or even the top fifteen in some of these stats.
0: Yeah, definitely not. Um, I think it's time now that we kind of segue over into our our segments that our, our weekly segments. You know, uh, some of them bi-weekly as we look at the best bets that we're about to get into. We do them before the game and then after the game we check back in and see how we did. Uh, this best bets segment presented to you by DraftKings, an especial an. an an, (laughs) an official (laughs) sometimes it it, it gets really hard uh, to keep the word straight here an official sports betting partner of the NFL Uh, we're coming up on week 5 and if you haven't gotten into betting with the NFL yet it makes the games a lot more interesting to watch Um, and obviously we have this segment where we give you some bets that we like and this is definitely not betting advice so whether you go with them or not is absolutely your choice, but regardless of whether you go with our bets or not, um, you should check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, they have an offer. Uh, use promo code TPPN, and new customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bet- free bets if either team scores a point. This is the same offer that I talked about last week, and it it's... Well, earlier this week earlier this week i i guess um but i I guess it would have been on our reaction video Mm -hmm. and this is the time to use it i mean there's hasn't been a zero to zero game since 1943 so it's extremely unlikely i mean they're they're giving you a hundred dollars to bet with here what could be better um if, if the sports book's not available i know that We're right here on the Alabama line, me and you. Mm -hmm. And so in Alabama, the sports book is not available. They also, you can use the code TPPN for DFS, DraftKings. They have these daily fantasy lineups that have huge prizes. You can use it on there as well to to get some type of promo incentive there. I'm not exactly sure what that one is, but go use TPPN there or on the sports book app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code TPPN, throw down a $1 bet on any NFL game, and win $100 in free free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code TPPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, and $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. That was, I <laughs> was definitely having trouble speaking a little bit during Struggle that, during that a whole, bit. definitely. Um, so hope everybody made it through that with me Um, b- because I don't know. Normally that does not happen to me. Well, I'll that.
1: help you out a little bit right now and we'll actually get into our bets that we feel like are the best bets for this week. Before we get and- into
0: it, I'd like to throw out some, some general information um, the spread, the Titans are favored by four points and then the total for the game 48 and a half points. So,
1: right. And earlier today talking to our friend, Jacob Patterson, he sent that the Titans at the time were four and a half point favorites. And he was saying, well, looks like the Titans are going to lose this week just because the spread's that close, but well, it
0: looks like there's money coming in on the Jags now because it's, it's, it's moving that way. So.
1: So we'll, but we'll save a little bit of that for later. But looking at some of the bets on the uh, DraftKings app and found a couple that I'm like, okay, I feel like that may be a good bet for this week. Do want to tell everyone listening though, this is not betting advice. Do not take What we say and automatically assume that you are going to win money because that is not (laughs) the case. Because Tyler has
0: a losing record so far, actually.
1: Oh, here we go again. Anyways, my first bet that I'm going to go with is Derrick Henry to have over 23 and a half rushing attempts. So he only has to be handed the ball 24 times and that hits. And I think that's going to happen.
0: Okay, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that one. I didn't actually even see that one on there, but that's pretty interesting. It, it
1: came up not long before we started recording. I was okay. Able to find yeah. It. So
0: and sometimes w- when we do these episodes on Thursday, they don't have all of the stuff up on there yet. So that is right. one benefit to to going on a little bit later on Friday. But regardless, I was able to find some stuff that that I liked. But,
1: I mean, I like that one because we've seen Henry getting a lot of touches this year and even if the titans were to get up by a lot in this game i still feel like that's probably going to come after he hits maybe the 24 25 carry mark
0: okay yeah so i mean i I think that one is kind of right on that line where if they do end up getting up by a lot like like you said he's going to be right there at that yeah 23 24 25 so it has a good chance of hitting i feel like The only scenario where you see that not happen is if the Titans get up way, way early. Like first quarter, second quarter, they're up two or three touchdowns. Um, For me, I don't see that happening because I have the under 48.5 total points. The unders hit in three of Jacksonville's four games, and that's pretty much all i got to say about that.
1: So I did think about that one, but I decided not to go with it because... I can't remember exactly how many of the last. It's either like seven of eight or all eight of the last of the Titans last rogue games have hit the over. That's so, the thing that I love about this and coming up with a <laughs> bet
0: and coming up with something to back your bet. You can literally come up with something or find some statistic that can back every single bet.
1: Right. And that's why I was afraid to go with the under because I'm like, okay, what if this does turn into a shootout? (laughs) You know, but I don't know how many more you have. I have a couple more wrote down here. But again, these are... I'm sticking with two. All right, I'll stick with two as well. These are ones that I've kind of been going back and forth on, but I'm going to stick with Derrick Henry again just because of the touches that he has been getting, which, granted, he only had two catches... Last week, but I'm going with the over on two and a half receptions. Okay. So, so all he needs is three catches.
0: All in all, you're essentially saying at least 27 touches. 27 touches. At least 27 touches for Derrick Henry. Cause that, I mean, that includes, you know, 24 carries for him at least. Mm-hmm. And then his three catches. Um, I mean, it's definitely. Like, he gets the ball a lot. And he's been a lot right. more involved in the passing game.
1: And, you know, I may be cheesing this a little bit because I am I need to get back to a little bit better record. So I'm going with the ones that I feel like are more likely to happen. Uh, not actually putting this one down, but the other one I had wrote down was Trevor Lawrence over a half interception. Basically just to throw an interception. Yeah, just to throw an interception. But the Titans haven't really been making teams turn yeah, the ball yeah. over, so I didn't want – I decided I'll go with although their defense
0: a, has been better, they haven't been causing as many turnovers. Right, as so last I season.
1: figured I'd go with Derrick Henry and you know see if he can pull through for me. Well,
0: I am going to shake things up a little bit because I am going to break out something that is new to DraftKings this season, and okay. that is the same game parlay. Okay, um, so I'm if you don't know, I am combining two bets. To get a little bit of extra little, little bit extra payout if my bet hits. So technically
1: you did have three. You just well, combine them into a same game
0: parlay. Yeah, but the same game parlay, you know, it it either hits or it doesn't, you know. I mean I, it's
1: I, I, I like one of those where I like doing those parlays. My bank account doesn't <laughs> like it, but I like doing it because like you said, you can get more winnings.
0: So obviously if only one of these hits, the other doesn't, I don't get any credit for it at all. Um <laughs> Jaguars on the alternate spread of plus six and a half okay so as long as they lose by six points or less that hits and then the titans to score the first points of the game parlaying those together i can't remember exactly what the odds were on that i want to say like plus 300 um so essentially three dollars for every dollar you put in um but but yeah i like that one um i think that especially with the way that the spread is kind of trending right now. I think the Jaguars keep it to a relatively close game. Um, and I definitely like the Titans to, to come out and score first.
1: All right. I can, I can respect that.
0: Yeah. So now let's, uh, well, let's put this out there just before we move on Two two for two or no, two, two right. And two incorrect. I guess you could say, I guess we could just say two and two for me and, and one in three. three for you. Um, I just have to hold on to that because I, I I'm not get, ahead in bold predictions. So
1: I, I will get it even back out and I will stay ahead in bold predictions, which we'll get. To I'm, I'm
0: helping you out a little bit this week because I have the same game parlay on there, but uh, let's move into the stat chat and what I have for this week's stat chat. It's a quick short segment, but yeah, I think it is really interesting. Um, so you had talked about some of the Jaguars rankings earlier and, and kind of how their defense ranked against the run against the pass. Um, and what I want to mention is I want to talk about explosive plays. And the Jaguars actually are the best team in the league at not allowing explosive run plays. And so what are what are explosive run plays? I mean, what qualifies? Um, so when I looked over the chart for what was actually charted as an explosive run play against the Jaguars, it looks like anything over 10 yards is being counted as an explosive run play. Okay. Um so with 123 rushing attempts against them, they have only allowed six explosive runs, which is just 5%. Um and, and you know teams are running a lot against them too. So you might think well, if they're running more against them, well, they might would give up more explosive runs, but that's just not the case. Um they they've been really good at, at kind of keeping those i guess corralled you know i mean they're not giving up long runs uh 123 rushes against them that's ranked as the fifth most in the nfl for for how many rush attempts they have against them where they give up their big plays however is against the pass and the criteria for obviously it's easier to throw a longer pass than it is to to get a longer run so the criteria for an explosive Pass plays for 20 yards rather than 10. Okay. Uh, so that kind of evens that out there a little bit. Against 138 pass attempts, the Jaguars have given up 19 explosive plays for 14%, which is the second highest rate in the NFL, just below the Detroit Lions with 18%. Uh, this is going to be important for the Titans. Uh, they're a team that has not been able to really get anything explosive at all going in the passing game. I mean, I think what you would say their passing game has been is definitely less than explosive. Uh, so th- this could be huge for them. I mean, if AJ Brown can come back and, and I mean, I don't know if, if AJ Brown could come back, maybe I don't know what it's looking like for Julio, but get some of those guys back and send Chester Rogers deep sin. Some of these quicker guys deep, we know AJ Brown could go deep. Um, you have an opportunity here to take advantage. I see, <laughs> I, see I see you over there. Um, they can take advantage of this Jaguars defense that that gives up these explosive plays. And uh, for the Titans, I mean, overall for guys that have touched the ball or, or caught more than five passes this season, they they have a rate of six percent of explosive pass plays so their guys are only getting six percent of pass plays to that explosive rate whereas the league average is ten percent
1: and i think that's all you have for the stat chat yeah that's it that's it all right well now it's time to get into our quick hitters first thing's going to be key to the game So what is your key to the game going to be for the Titans this week?
0: For me, it absolutely comes right off of the stat chat. I mean, stretch the field, get some of the fast receivers downfield, make some things happen. We talked about the offensive line earlier. They also have to protect long enough for something to develop downfield.
1: All right. Well, my key to the game, I mentioned this earlier about how Trevor Lawrence has not been good when teams blitz him titans send pressure get after him make him get off his spot and make him make some try and make some big plays downfield gotta hold hope our secondary holds up and doesn't give up that big play down the field but get after him make him uncomfortable don't let the rookie settle in maybe we'll see caleb farley out there to, to kind of even things out there in the secondary maybe so and now it is time to get into our bold predictions and score predictions like we've been doing, incorporating some fan and friend predictions into here, and man do I have a list to read off here. So let's go ahead and get started. Gonna start off with friend of the show, Jacob Patterson. Figured we'd start off with him because you know his Jets did beat us last week. He has the Jaguars winning this game 23 to 21. And his bold prediction is that James Robinson is going to have more total yards than Derrick Henry. So we'll we'll see about that. Then another friend of the show, Spencer, his score prediction, he has the Titans rebounding really good. And this would be good for the over. Not for my under. Um, not not for your under. He has the Titans winning forty four to seventeen. That's a lot of points. That that is a lot of points. His bold prediction is that Derrick Henry has a hundred and fifty total yards. He gets pulled out of the game because of the lead that the Titans have. And he says that the Titans defense will have three picks and three sacks against the Jaguars. Another friend of the show, Drake. His score prediction is 35 to 21, Titans winning. His bold prediction is Derrick Henry having over 200 total yards. Now another big friend of the show. I know you haven't got to go on his show yet or really talk to him, but the Power Hour. You can find him on Twitter at the Power Hour 615, and his YouTube the Power Hour. Awesome guy, knows his stuff. He has the titans bouncing back in this game and i thought it was kind of funny because of all the urban Meyer stuff going on he his literal words were titans bounce back after looking stale and grind the jags (laughs) and so his score prediction is titans winning 31 to 17 his bold prediction henry over 200 rushing yards and two touchdowns my amazing wife, Carrie, her score prediction, Titans winning 24-19. to Bold prediction, she says Trevor Lawrence throws three interceptions this game. Now, my brother-in-law, obviously Carrie's brother, Thomas Peterson, his score prediction, he has the Jaguars winning this game 17-10. to And his bold prediction is Henry has 95 yards rushing. And then another friend of the show, Levi Kelly, he has the Titans winning this game 28-21. Bold prediction, Tannehill rushes for 100-plus yards. So, interesting. I actually
0: <laughs> think that's the most likely out of all
1: of the, the That That's interesting considering earlier this year, Tannehill had his best rushing game, and it was like 50-something yards. Well, I know, so, but
0: from what I was looking at today, the Jaguars – have given up some pretty big runs to quarterbacks. I mean, the quarterbacks were included in a couple of those explosive runs that they've given up, so that's just kind of why I felt I, – I just kind of felt like that one might have a decent might, shot. Have, if, I mean, if Tannehill can break, you know, a couple of 20, 30-plus yard runs, yeah. there you go, you got it.
1: And now I'm going to let you go first after I've read off this big, long list. We're going to switch it up for ours a little bit. Normally we would both give our bold prediction – and then our score prediction, but go ahead and give them both.
0: Yeah, so I'll go ahead with my score prediction: uh, Titans twenty, Jaguars seventeen. I think, like I said earlier, I think it would be a close game. Uh, and for my bowl prediction, neither team scores a touchdown in the first half.
1: All right, interesting. I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm hoping you know the Titans are able to actually put up touchdowns in the first half and not just field goals. But we'll see. I've been going back and forth on this one a lot because obviously it's the jaguars I want to have the titans blowing the jaguars out but I'm actually going to say that the titans win 27 to 23 and bravo for setting
0: the bias aside for <laughs> just one week just one week I'm really really proud of you for
1: I, that I haven't had them just winning by a lot in every game that I've picked them but well,
0: I'm very proud of you for for being realistic
1: my bold prediction is going to be, uh, this one. This one's a little tough. I think Harold Landry ends up with three sacks. Three sacks. I thought you were going to go with two, but hey. now, I, I'm going to go with he's going to have three sacks. That would definitely be interesting um, because he's been getting the pressure, but he hasn't. It hasn't necessarily added up two sacks. So I feel like that's a decent one to go with. I mean, what what's your thoughts? I, I because don't know. We're, man. That, we're kind of the judges of this. If the other no, no, that's fair. that's
0: bold. That's bold. Okay. Um. I uh, See, I thought you were going to go with two. I would have considered that bold. Um. So you could have got away with that there. Uh,
1: all right. Uh. Correction. No, I'm <laughs> at-
0: <laughs> but yeah, I'm okay with it. Um. Uh, I, I. I'm fine with it because I don't think it happens. So okay which they're bold so they're not I mean they're, not, it, they're supposed to yep. not happen a lot more than they do
1: exactly so which is why last year throughout the whole season you only got one right and this exactly. year I just so happened to get lucky and I got the one for the start of the season right and exactly it so now never you got happen the, again
0: yeah you got the one lead on me and I'm looking to come back with that maybe there'll be no touchdowns in the first half maybe
1: but have I, you got anything
0: know. else to add I don't believe so that's all that I've got hope you guys enjoyed uh, make sure that you leave a comment, like all that good stuff that Tyler said at the beginning of the podcast. And this has been Titan's time, and as always, Titan Up.